special episode today. We're going to go through our voicemails. Woo! Horror movie whores. We got you, bro or sis. Yeah, call into the show at 682-253-4468. And maybe you'll get on a special bonus episode of Horror Movie Talk, I guess. Yeah, we've got so many voicemails to get through. We couldn't possibly do it in an episode or else we would have like a, you know, an episode as long as Terrifier 2. So... Without further delay, let's get to our first voicemail. Transcription unavailable, so this might be garbled. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. It's your boy, Buxley. Buxley Seagull. You already know I'm calling in from Tampa. Anyways, that new pin razor, or pin hell, or hell razor, pin cunt. Pin cunt is what I'm going to stick to. Man, that shit was boring, lame. Oh, my God. It's the worst thing I've seen since Prey. Speaking of Prey, I'm not going to go, how the fuck did this bitch heal her leg or whatever and then take on a Mortal Kombat style predator? She couldn't even beat a fucking bear. But Prey sucked. Pin cunt sucked. What, I'll tell you what. Jeepers Creepers is making $4 million off no marketing, and I heard that movie is fucking terrible, right? But check it out. I went and watched Terrifier 2 in theater. Besides a little bit of Mary Sue action at the end, because they had to do it in a supernatural bullshit-ass weapon. That movie was fucking vicious, was fucking gruesome. I think it was made for like a quarter million, half million. It's up to a million dollars. They just extended it for like another week or so. Whatever it is, it's theater. I'm telling you right now, if Halloween Ed sucks and isn't good, it is a fucking flop. Besides going crazy, it was going to upset me. Fucking Terrifier 2 right now is, the, is by far the horror movie of the year. You got to see T2, T- T- not Terminator 2. I actually like Terrifier 2 better than Terminator 2. Hot take, but anyways, much love, Bryce. David Doobie Day. It's your boy, Bugsy. Colony from Tampa. Your favorite horror movie, horror. Bugsy coming away. <laughs> what a way to start. What a way to start the show. This is this is great. So big yeah, shocker, Bugsy liked, liked uh, Terrifier 2. Yeah. Um, Bugsy, how do you justify the extraordinary long, run run time of Terrifier 2? Yeah. Like, I agree with you. It was fun and funny uh, and totally gruesome and violent, but holy shit, it was long. Man, we didn't talk about the ending at all of Terrifier 2 in the episode where it's like she just magically gets healed in the in the water box. I think by by the time we got to that, it was we were all just like, okay, whatever, please, please just end it. Put it out. Put us out of our misery. There but, was a real Darth Vader, uh, Luke Skywalker thing going on in that movie. Yeah, turned turned out that that you know water box, it wasn't a death trap. It was actually a Bacta tank. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah. healed her, and she. Fl- I predicted that her wings were going to start working, and she was going to fly out with her wings and strike him down like a like an angel. Yeah, that movie had a uh, had like a real. Um... Uh, one of these, you know, like, um, I can't remember the name of the, you know, like, uh, the name of the, the music style, but it's like this, like, uh, eighties, like, uh, techno music, like the EDM stuff. Yeah. Like this, it's, it had this, it, it, it felt like it could turn into like a, a robotic Pegasus sort of like moment at any moment, but it didn't go full that direction. Yeah. That was one of the tone tonal, you know, aspects that they never really tried to go hard at. Like they couldn't really quite pull it off. 
right which was kind of like the mythological magical stuff and i don't know did terrifier try to do that at all did it have any kind of like no mystical or Mm-mm. magical qualities for art because it wasn't the opening scene he like steals someone's eyeball and puts it in his head uh- Oh, mystical or magical qualities for art. Yeah, yeah. Art seems to be some sort of, yeah, something beyond a person uh, for sure. Um, Cool. All right. Next caller. Next call. Uh, I think I got a little worked up when I hit the end button. But um, overall, not a bad movie. Oh, no, you got to play the other one one I think we played the other one on the episode. Um, talking about. I always listen to whenever Beyond the Grave calls. I uh, I listen to it <laughs> as um, it comes in. I can't remember what. Oh, this is unfortunate. I oh. can't remember what movie he they were talking about. He was talking about Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Okay. Which uh, which Bugsy didn't like. Okay. We'll finish it. Uh, I think I got a little worked up when I hit the end button, but um, overall, not a bad movie. I'm excited about where they're going to take this whole mythology. This different steps to the box is cool. Uh, uh, yeah, they did not enough uh, nudity. Uh, yeah, we saw the, the the very top of that guy is six shafts, but that. And then when they did the peelback shot, I thought I was going to see like a, a bifurcated dick. No, they just, they really cleaned it up. Looks like he was wearing a fucking, a fucking muscle tissue diaper or something. Uh, muscle tissue diaper. I guess that's it for today. Um, you know, and I, you, you guys were talking about, uh, I would. I think I wrongly assumed you said that straight guys date straight guys all the time. I thought that's what this podcast was. <laughs> I guess I was misinformed. Anyway, uh, Halloween's coming up. Spooky, 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 dookie, spooky. Woo! Bye. What did he say? He, he was mistaken. He thought this podcast was. Well, he said that. I think in one of the episodes we talked about how, you know, straight guys, it's completely normal for straight guys to date straight guys. That happens all the time. You know? I mean, that's definitely what's going on between you and me. Uh, well, no, see, I disagree. We've never, just for the record, we've never yeah. dated. Like no. we prefer to keep that. Will they, won't they energy. It is really what props, <laughs> up, props up the energy of horror movie talk. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. That's true. Um, I, I I really think I I could hang out with Beyond the Grave. Uh, I, I like I like his takes. I like his energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I Halloween. Think that, was, that was one of the things about Hellraiser that I don't think I talked about as much. That that it was something that bothered me a lot was the design of the Cenobites. Like you talked about it. It didn't look mm-hmm. real. It like didn't it, look real, and it, it looked, looked like, like he said the the right way to put it was it looks like a muscle tissue diaper. diaper. Just yeah. looked like they're wearing a costume, and it doesn't. They didn't make it look like real skin. It was oh, and they didn't make it goopy. Like that was one of the main features of Hellraiser. Where's the goop? Where's the goop? Like all Where's you had to do was add add goop to the Cenobites, and it would have looked, looked real. So, anyways. Anyway, he's not done. Um, he, he goes on. Oh, yeah, wait, where are we he continues. 
he could, no, 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 no. Go ahead. One more thing. I think you guys should do a, a game of like uh, call in with your dream design Cenobite character. Like, I think it would be funny if there was a Cenobite who was like always in pain, like on the verge of like, I have a really bad UTI or like I'm on the verge of fucking shitting my pants because my stomach hurts so bad. And like the how the Weezer guy, the Weezing guy is like, Ugh. they're just like, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Every five minutes. Anyway, just a thought. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I just the like, setup where one. they don't have a shower after sex and they get UTI, UTIs constantly. And then the one who's got his hand, both hands over his butt, right? And is like hunched over and is like, ooh, ooh, and he's dancing ooh, around. Ooh. He's like, it's uh, uh. like his back is arched because he's trying to squeeze so hard. Little little gasping farts coming out of all over. Ooh, ooh, ooh. you know, that'd be that. Would that's be a good funny. question. Do Cenobite shit? I don't know if that's that canon is, or not. Well, I mean, oh, dude, pleasure and pain. Are you kidding me? Yes, they shit. It can't, the, the, shitting is pleasure and pain. Like, if you're doing it right. Didn't that's one of I'm them have their mouth that. sewed shut? How could he shit? That's well, true. that's, I mean, that's part of, it's part. you know, that would be hell, not eating and still yeah. having to shit. <laughs> anyway, she brings up a lot of good points. I liked my idea of a Cenobite that's just a giver that's just made of dicks and the other Cenobite that's just a taker. And they're always just, just, you know, doing stuff together. Just I'd make a Cenobite things. where it's just made from like hangnails being pulled. And then it just rips up the whole oh. entirety of the arm. Like they're, they're all like Ooh. ripped up and it all sources from a hangnail that they pulled. <laughs> that, and I'm, they have those like, you know, their lips are split just on oh. just, a, just a little bit on the corners. And Carmex is always just out of reach. They just like they want it to heal, but then they go to talk or like they have a surprised expression. They're like, ah, God damn it. Not again. Ah. It's going to be five more days before it heals. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> OK. All right. Another, another call from Bugsy. It's your boy Bugsy. Bugsy Siegel calling in from Tampa, and this is my Halloween end rant. Had a bunch of cliff notes uh, written down, but um, I just want to say, man, fuck Jamie Lee Curtis for her taking the series franchise, whatever you want to call it, and the direction that she has. You know, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, they were probably going to make it amazing. They signed her on. She's the breadwinner, et cetera. So it's just a cunt fest now, you know. Fuck that Corey Cunningham guy. Literally, the worst thing I've ever seen in a Halloween movie was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 when they made Michael Myers talk. Yeah, this movie shows Corey Cunningham literally strong arm. Like, I need this. Like, it's fucking grand that thought it was carjacked, guy. He stole his mask, didn't even need a weapon. Like, literally went down and made Myers look like a little bitch. You know, the best kill in the movie wasn't even Myers. It was Corey. It doesn't even fucking count. He probably has, like, one and a half, two kills in this movie, fucking Michael Myers. Anyways, I'm giving this movie a fucking 3 out of 10, and that is being fucking gracious. It is by far the worst film in a new trilogy. They built him up to be evil, transcends, etc. The more he kills, and then he's some fucking super boogeyman. Then this bitch just goes to the fucking sewer to fucking die. Fuck Halloween ends. It fucking sucks. Halloween uh, 18 was okay. The ending was kind of like, eh. 
Halloween Kills was kind of like, what the fuck, you know, in between, etc. Halloween Ends just dropped the fucking ball. I really hope they reboot the franchise in 2028, starring Danielle Harris for the 40th anniversary of Halloween uh, 4, my favorite of the franchise, which will mark the 50th anniversary of Halloween, uh, you know, 78, the original. Maybe just give Jamie Lee Curtis a bullshit 30-second cameo. Be done with her, but anyways... Fuck Halloween ends. I love you. Bryce and David Day. It's your boy Bugsy, your favorite horror movie whore, calling it from Tampa, Florida. Fuck Halloween ends. <laughs> I, Shock, it's shocking that he didn't like it. Like He's salt and peppers in <clears throat> some sanity with some of that insanity, right, uh, right, right. which is um, like... <clears throat> I feel like he's blaming the characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like shots fired like that, at Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, how dare Jamie Lee Curtis exist in this movie? <laughs> but but not just Jamie Lee Curtis, like the actual characters in the movie. You know, like, you know, Mike, I didn't like the direction Michael took this one. And it's like, right, right, right. He's the he's a character in the movie. Uh-huh. No, you need to b- be blaming David Gordon Green. Right. He did bad. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, definitely, definitely one of Halloween's biggest proponents, biggest fans is, uh, is Bugsy. And, and you all have, if you've listened to horror movie talking to any degree, you know that, um, I'd say he's the voice of Halloween. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that's fits. Okay. Next caller. I got to do better. All right, let's go. You oh, asked CJ. This. I didn't want to bring out the big guns. But here it is. Oh. Would you rather have sex with your girlfriend in your mom's body or have sex with your mom in your girlfriend's body? There it is, boys. Figure that one out. Later. Um, I mean, this is like this is so easy, right? Your I don't your, know. Uh, your your wife in your mom's body, obviously. Obviously. I mean, this is almost, it's, it's like the fantasy come true. It's pretty hard. <laughs> we just found out something. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that's the obvious choice. It's the obvious choice. Yeah, but then you have you're going to have sex with your actual mom. Yeah, but you're having sex with their body, though. So, like, you actually, okay, so here's the caveat. You just turn the lights completely off. Just like no, no, draw no, the no. curtains See, black. You're out always conditions. doing this. You're always doing this with these with these games. You like try and find the loophole. No, that's not the game. The game is do the game. Do the yeah, game. Yeah, I don't want to see my mom's. Are. I don't want to see my mom naked and and fuck that's her body. That's the point of the question. I know that's, that's the point. Yeah, so you, you get can't around it by circumvent the, the point. No, the there point is no, no. You don't get to the. the that's not the that's not the exercise. The exercise isn't find a way to 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 game the game. The the it's it's a thought experiment to see which one makes you less uncomfortable. I love how upset you get with me finding loopholes. Well, yeah, because I would, you I because you do, just don't because it's do cheating. I don't like cheaters. It's not cheating. Yeah, uh, it absolutely is. I would do the first ignores... one and close my eyes the entire time. So so Bryce would rather not answer the question and pussy out. That's the real answer there. Is Bryce is pussying out from answering your question. CJ, you did better. Thank you um, for putting Bryce in such a spot that he can't even answer your question. Well, at least I didn't fuck my mom's body. 
Well, you did. It's just with the lights off. You still did. I mean. Yeah. So you. Sorry. You just lost twice. Okay. Well, at least I didn't see my mom naked. So. Who hasn't? Everybody has. Right? That's the rule. I don't think I've seen my mom naked. A thousand times you have. No. In your mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. I think I know. Okay. Hi, it's from Beyond the Grave. I'm calling because this weekend I went to see Terrifier 2. Sold out, sold out, sold out. So split second I said, okay, I'll see Halloween ends. You know, I I didn't see that first one of the reboot. I saw Halloween uh, Kills. On on the on on the interwebs and I was like hey, it wasn't that good. This was fine, you know. Uh, it was a good movie, you know. But I just want to say I haven't had a movie theater experience in a very long time. I don't know what the fuck is going on with people, but children, children running up and down the aisles, everyone speaking nonstop during the meetings. I know. This is coming from someone who doesn't shut the fuck up when we're watching a movie, but I know when to shut the fuck up and fucking listen. Children, people, walk, I don't know how it's possible, walking in front of the projector at all hours of the night. How? These people must have been eight feet tall or something. Blocking my screen. <sighs> Two tickets, I paid $35. You're going to pay that much money and you're just going to be running around? Screaming? What are you bringing your eight-year-old kids to the ooky spooky buddy movie for? They don't care. Are they fans of Jamie Lee Curtis? They don't know. They've never even seen fucking Freaky Friday. <laughs> Joey Foster wannabes. Oh, God. I didn't even get popcorn there, right? I had a rice bowl, but I didn't bring it into the theater. I ate it beforehand because I'm polite. <sighs> anyway, everyone, go to the movies and just sit down. Let's all just have a good time. Man, amen. Yeah. So he brought up Freaky Friday, and I just thought of, of a great Would You Rather. Okay, yeah. I. <laughs> Okay, so Freaky Friday for for the chillins that don't know. Um, it was Jodie Foster, a young Jodie Foster, uh, swapping bodies with her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. No, that's not right. That can't be right. Yeah, just like CJ's setup for the question. That she, you yeah, she, yeah. So they swap bodies, um, the mother and the daughter. Okay, would you rather mm. Freaky Friday into your mom and have to fuck your dad or <laughs> or would you rather freaky friday into your dad and have to fuck your mom uh, <laughs> that's somehow worse <laughs> yeah because as cj's <laughs> set up at least i liked one of the people right no matter what <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you go first because you wouldn't answer the other one. It's a real Sophie's choice. Um, <laughs> see, 
Oh, wow. This is a really hard one. Rice. This is so vile. <laughs> Gonna have to have some smelling salts here. Um, Ugh. I'm okay. I think for science, I yeah. couldn't turn up the opportunity to experience what it's like to be in a woman's body. Ew. Especially oh. while having sex. And so I think I would. You get to have your dad back too. So it's a win win. <laughs> yes exactly i'd be like dad you're back i love you and i miss you so much oh my god (laughs) that fuck me and my pussy (laughs) yeah it's the best of both worlds and have my dad back be able to talk to him (laughs) probably when he's in his best mood ever and uh and then i'd also be able to experience a female orgasm and i'd be like yeah that's you'd be able to know which, which is better. So assuming oh, my dad man. can, can, can so bring it. You know. <laughs> the, the drawbacks is like, what if your dad don't is, let me down, dad? What what you if your keep, dad is keep, really bad? And then you lose respect for keep, him for re- yeah, forever. No, keep being that legend. You are in my head. Yeah. <laughs> don't let me down. Yeah. Oh, so don't let me down. Yeah. Oh. Then you'll know, like, are you a better fucker than your dad? And that question would just be solved, you know? You'd have your answer. Okay. A what, question what's, what's your what's your never, answer? Never asked and hopefully never answered. Um no, the opposite. I would want to be my dad. Uh ugh. but just barely. Like not it this is so terrible. This is the most vile question ever asked in a horror movie talk. Congratulations. It's so gross. I uh let's continue. Oh my god i gotta get that taste out of my mouth you really really want to fuck your mom is is what i'm understanding so um moving on well i mean i was forced to in both scenarios either way (laughs) (laughs) there was no choice Um, and i don't like my dad very much at all so that that's just obvious so you wouldn't want to be bringing pleasure that makes sense right oh But what if you were your mom and you were saying to your dad, please, no, don't. <laughs> okay, let's, let's just move oh, on. Wow. Oh, wow. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. This is horrible. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, if you were your dad and fucking your mom, what what would you do with her? Like, what would be your moves? I would definitely open up the horror movie talk voicemail and play the next <laughs> message by Robert the farter. Uh, I wonder if just a oh. hand job would count. Could you just ask okay. your mom for a hand job and that would count as a sec? That would be the loophole for me. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Robert the farter. Yeah. Hey, this is Robert the farter. So watch Halloween ends. And uh, actually, just in case anybody who's listening doesn't want to hear spoilers for Halloween ends, uh, then I wouldn't listen to this call. Uh, just, okay. Just fair warning. But, um, man, <laughs> Halloween ends. I was going in expecting, I mean, I probably shouldn't have been expecting as great as what I was expecting, but I was expecting an awesome way to end the series. And that's not what I got. Instead, what I got was this random curly-haired glasses guy 
that nobody cares about, and I I didn't even care about him enough to remember his name. So you just get to see this guy running around killing people. We want to see Michael Myers. We don't care about this random guy. I think that it was that it that it sucks. I would I will say though, <clears throat> there were a few creative kills. Like the DJ who got his tongue chopped off and then the tongue was spinning around on the on the <laughs> record. That was pretty cool. Also, there was um a cool end fight with Lori and Michael, which was pretty cool. Um I don't really like how it ended though. I mean a lot of people uh think that kind of Michael's like his soul, like part of him is the mask. So that's why at the very end it shows the mask. So it's like he died, but did he actually die? You know? So that was okay. But overall, I think it was pretty good. And yeah. So this is a Robert Farter. I'm out, boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a big disappointment, and for all the reasons he mentioned, well put, Robert. Um, it's just what 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 are you doing? What it? I don't I don't really have words beyond that. It's uh, it was. Yeah, what do you what do you think? I I don't know. Like, I mean, we so had a whole episode on it. We we talked about what we thought about Halloween ends. Yeah. Next caller. Twitter core here. I have a question. I just got done listening to the Afterpod for Halloween ends, and you guys were talking about um, amount of listeners per month, things like that, and you keep mentioning the word downloads, like how many downloads per month you get. I never actually download an episode to listen to it. I just push play on Patreon or Spotify. Um, Should I be downloading the episode to get you guys more numbers or credits or something like that? I'm not familiar with how that works, but if that's the case, then I will download every fucking episode you have on every platform that I have access to. So just let me know. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, um, what a sweetie. Yeah, thanks, Glittercore. Um, yeah, downloads is just kind of like also I mean, the, way, the, the way that if like you press. Yeah, if you press play, you also have downloaded yeah. it on Spotify. It'll count it as a download, you know, through Spotify. Uh, Patreon would be the exception. Patreon isn't connected to our metrics. Um, so, yeah, if you're a patron, no, you get early access to the episodes and it's fine. Like, it, if none of our patrons downloaded our episodes off of the regular feed, it's not going to make a huge impact because it's not a huge percentage of our listenership. Um, yeah, if anybody so wants. <laughs> If ever, yeah, if anybody wants to, you know, like like Glittercore help out the show, I mean, really, the two big ones are right now are um, and always will be for for um, <clears throat> at least this first one is share it with a friend. That's a big one. And then also um, subscribe to us on YouTube in addition to, you know, whatever podcast platform you listen to the show on. Um, apart from that, you're good. Thank you so much. Yeah, If you're listening, you know. then that's that's all we care about the yep. stats are just stats and like there we don't even have any idea of how accurate they are but i mean the the core technology of of audio podcasts since the beginning has been you 
have the file hosted somewhere and then the rss feed is basically the podcast and so all the other places that you get it from like apple Podcasts or android or um you know overcast or whatever podcast platform you're using are just accessing that rss feed and so you know where to download it so um yeah and so whether you're play, listening to it, it streaming it or downloading it counts as the same so okay well it gets downloaded on. if you it da- gets downloaded if you do press play right. it's still downloading it. it's just a different version of download it's it's as right. you go right 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 hey guys it's jamie from ohio um i just want to say thanks for doing what you do uh my boyfriend committed suicide back in may and i work alone and i found you guys so it uh really helped me stay afloat anyways i'm mostly calling because i am one of those crazy diehard halloween fans um or i should say was until this last one so um i just listened to your episode on that and uh, it was a fucking travesty oh my god i'm like fan anyways um i feel like there was something else i was gonna say but I don't fucking remember. Um, it's fucking snowing here. Fuck. Anyways, um, yeah, I hope you guys are having a good day and keep doing what you're doing. Love you guys. Hey, Jamie, thanks for calling in. Um, she's from Ohio. I wonder how close to Dustin she is. Um, we've got Can't a couple listeners far. from Ohio that, like, I think there's they've done a couple things together, at least gone to, like, some conferences and seen each other, so... Um, sorry to hear about your boyfriend. Like that's, that's rough. I can't, I can't imagine going through that. Um, I can imagine committing suicide, but not being the person that has someone committing suicide around. It's probably, you know, what keeps me from actually seriously considering it, but depression is a hell of a thing. And, uh, it's it's always tragic when when people feel like they're in so much pain that there's no other outlet and uh i'm sorry to hear that um hope you're doing doing well glad that we add a little levity um to your day and that's that's a weird thing and it's hard to wrap my mind around every time just when people say like you know they listen to us and it feels like you know it helps them feel better or helps them feel like you know lifts their spirits or gets them through the day or, or whatever and and uh it feels like a like i don't appreciate it enough and i don't see what the, the responsibility of of bearing that is because we're just two two friends making dick jokes for an hour and a half every week and uh somehow that helps people which is kind of amazing so um hope we can continue doing it yeah um yeah jamie uh i just like to say that uh i i'm very happy we can we can help you out and be there for you and if you ever want to reach out to us and chat on you know instagram or something like that do so um, nobody's alone and everybody, you know, just remember 
that it's the bad times in life that make the good times worth living. You don't have anything to contrast against to know what's good until you know what's bad. And so it'll get better. Just keep that in mind and you're not alone. And, you know, reach out to friends and family and us, you know, if you need help because everybody's there for you. Okay, next caller. Horror movie talk! Hey, fellas. <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller, finally a whore, whore, whore. I'm Mike Cangelosi from New Jersey, also known as the Kanji Man. And today I'm calling with a question for you guys. In your personal opinion, which of the three werewolves in the silver screen were actually the scariest and why? Was it the Wolfman from the Monster Squad? who definitely does have nard, Or was it the Wolfman from the movie The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro, who was trying to give his big, hairy meat stick to his sister-in-law throughout the whole movie? Or was it the Wolfman from the movie Wolf with Jack Nicholson, who was pumping big, white, frothy loads onto, into Michelle Pfeiffer? Well, let me know, and talk to you guys soon. Bird, fart, kegel noise. Kegel noise. Um, hmm. Okay, so which of these movies have you seen, if any? None. <laughs> okay. No, I guess All I've right. seen Monster Squad. Uh, I've seen Monster Squad. I have not seen Wolfman from 2010 with Benicio Del Toro. Or I think it's Wolf from like 90, early 90s with yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel I like, we're, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I'm I don't not feel in qualified. A position that I'm I, not qualified. Yeah, let's I, take it. Let's give it to the listeners. Why don't you just uh, go yeah, call go on Facebook and, and answer like which which Wolfman is the best Wolfman? We'll leave it at that. It can't be the Monster Squad one, right? He's no. goofy. Like, Monster Squad isn't scary. Yeah, because he, he's asking uh, which. Oh, which of the three? Uh, Oh yeah, no. Which is the scariest? Was was his question? So yeah, not not Monster Squad. I, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. Next caller. Hey guys, this is Anne Thoris from Finland, of course. Uh, this is a super super short message. I just wanted to say that I love the bubble sounds that indicate the the points uh, for each movie. The, Oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. You know, the bubble sounds. But you know what I'm about. Well, I, I, I can't do it. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for that. That was a great idea. Okay. Good day. I said good day. I said good day. Yeah, that's one of the many flares that uh, Fart Simpson adds to the podcast. Like, um, whenever he... Dude, killing it. Yeah, he's killing it on it. I think he actually borrowed that from the uh, the uh, Tim Heidecker um, on cinema at the cinema. Um, oh, at the cinema episodes yeah. where they do like five popcorns out of six popcorns or whatever. But yeah, it's it's great. I I watched the last uh, you know episode on on YouTube and like he just brought it with the the clips and like the the uh just perfectly timed pictures that he would 
add to our commentary. It really does add a lot, and and I'm glad that like he's he's able to create to contribute creatively to the podcast. Um, he really adds a lot. So I mean, again, go to YouTube to see what we're talking about because it is a different experience oh, watching yeah. it uh, on YouTube um, than it is just listening to it. And you can do both. I mean, you can listen to it while you're working about your day, but maybe just go to YouTube to find those moments where you can tell there's a visual joke. Um, yeah. Check it out. What up YouTube, YouTube. What up? Um, I don't know if we played this already or not. Um, yeah, no, we haven't. The second okay. one. This is Anasaurus again. Hey guys, this is Anasaurus again. I forgot to update you uh, on my dating life. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> so uh, I met uh, somebody, uh, somebody new on Facebook dating, and I'm seeing him on Halloween. We have a lot in common, and yes, seeing him on Halloween because he loves Halloween, and he's a horror movie freak and a series marathon freak. And, like, we had so much in common, and he's awesome and hot and everything, and I'm really, like, hoping this is something good. Okay, great. So that's it. So keep your fingers crossed, and, yeah, I, uh, I'll i keep you updated, I think. I, I hope that there will be something to, uh, you know, update mm. on. Okay, great. Good day. I think good day. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, Anasaurus is she's a she's been bringing up her dating status for for a while now. She she wants love, and uh, it's hard to find out there in the cold of Finland. And uh, there's lots of hot singles in her area. I would assume. <laughs> I wonder if in Finland, like those ads are like lots of cold singles in your area. <laughs> um, well, that's good news. I'm glad that he likes horror movies and Halloween. You can introduce him to horror movie talk, of course, in which case seems like a pretty good avenue to to get new listeners. If I'm to be honest, I don't know if he, she if I want her to have a long term relationship. You know, what do you mean? Well, if she just pops that pussy and gets us a ton of listeners. You know, by introducing him to horror movie talk. I'm going to have to pump the brakes on this one and just say, I do not. uh, That is a bad idea. I I don't. I think Bryce is way out of line and I would never. Anasaurus is a sweetheart and you need to you need to check yourself Mm. before you riggedy wreck yourself. I said good day, sir. No, and we love Anna. I said good day. She's been a, a good, like a fantastic supporter of the podcast since since she started listening. And yeah. Really want her to find her one because that's really what she wants. That's Hope right. this guy's not another horror story. <sighs> Next. It's your boy Bugsy. Bugsy Siegel. If I don't sound well because I'm under the weather, I think I might have COVID for the third time. But anyways, um, super congratulations. I'm so proud of you guys. You got James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers himself um, on the show. Go ahead and pat yourselves on the back. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, that's so cool. 
Um, yeah, they were band geeks in the movie that were the bullies. They actually mentioned that they wanted to get beer because they've been practicing and they're in the band. They said they're in the marching band. So they were marching band geeks. And um, yeah, how Jamie Lee Curtis dealt with PTSD in this movie is like, it's not a real thing. <laughs> the writing in this movie, you know, it dropped the ball. I'm really happy to see you guys gave it a three and a four. By far the worst Halloween movie in the franchise. It should be on Lifetime. It should be PG-13. This is an after-school special. Um, but I just wanted to call and um, celebrate you guys because that's so cool that you actually got James Jude Courtney on the show. Uh, much love. Bryce and David Day. It's your boy, Buzz. We call it. And also, by the way, Next time we'll probably get a Halloween movie will be in 2028, which marks the 50th anniversary of, uh, you know, Halloween 78 and the 40th anniversary of Halloween 4, my personal favorite. Um, what do you guys think? Did you hear about how Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Daniel Harris and, uh, Scout Compton finally met Jamie Lee Curtis on the red carpet for the premiere of Halloween and did she like literally gave them the cold shoulder, didn't even act like they, she knew who they were. I mean, if nobody's going to say it, I'm going to say it. Fuck Jamie Lee Curtis. I love you guys. I love you whores. It's your boy Bugsy. So he is he manufacturing some sort of beef between uh, Daniel Harris and Jamie Lee Curtis? Um, or maybe just pointing out the fact that there might be beef there? Um, I think he's mad that Jamie Lee Curtis gave Daniel Harris the cold shoulder. Whatever that means. Do you... I mean, it could be that Jamie Lee Curtis just doesn't really know who Dan- Danielle Harris is. I mean, what? You know, I mean, she might know who she is. How? How could that be possible? She might know who she is, but not know her. You know, you, you look at past somebody and you go, well, I've never met that person before. And I, you know, like, I, I don't know, maybe reading a lot of weird intent into the whole thing doesn't seem necessarily necessary. Right. All right. Horror Movie Talk! What's up, fellas? This is Mike Cangelosi from Jersey, a.k.a. The Kanji Man. I'm just calling to tell you guys, you guys are doing a fantastic job, fantastic show. Do you have a question for Bryce, though? Last episode was Dog Soldiers, and you gave it a seven. What were you thinking, man? Jesus! You gave 13 Ghosts barely a rating, but you give Dog Soldiers a seven? Because they take Lucky from Lucky Charms and the Wolf from Cookie Crisp, put it in a movie, and you're like, balance breakfast for me. What's going on, dude? But no worries. I still love you, kids. So here's a question for both of you. So let's say your wife brings home a mogwai, and she's all about it. She's like, this is the best pet for the family. And now you have a mogwai in your house. You know the rules. You can't feed it after midnight. Keep it out of sunlight and don't get it wet. Giggity. A mogwai lives up to 100 plus years because they're a little furry beast of burden. So the question is, in your lifespan with this mogwai in your house, do you think you could keep it a mogwai? Or what's the ETA for your epic failure and you have gremlins running everywhere? Please let me know. Burp, fart, eagle noise. Um, I think, I think you could keep it. I think the, you have to be a little brutal, like, um, you'd have to keep it contained, um, so as to not get it exposed to water. Um, the question about not eating after midnight was always a confusing one because how long after midnight 
till yeah, sunrise. What does that mean? It's always after midnight. It's always somewhere. after midnight. Um, when does after midnight end? Yeah. So that's that's a hard one. Um, but yeah, I mean, if uh, if he got wet, I mean, how fast did the gremlin, the little they they start out as Mogwai, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't seem that hard to herd him up and, you know, get them all together when they're still cute and furry. And then he would just have to smother them all. You'd put them in a big sack and throw them into the river. And oh, wait. No, you oh, can't no. throw them oh, into no. the river. What are you well, crazy? You can't do that. <laughs> It'll explode the bag. Yeah. What would happen if a mogwai was swimming? Just it would just fill up the ocean with mogwai. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of questions involved in gremlins. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. No, you you would just kill all the all the offspring. That's what you do. Um. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. You just take. You. Yeah. You just put them in a pillowcase and get a big hammer and. You know, uh-huh. you know like. Um, <laughs> you do like, the the Jason from was it Jason X, which where you just put them in the, in yeah, the, the sleeping, sleeping bag, bag and just whack them against the tree. You know, I had a I had a sad thing happen the other day, and um, I had a. I, my bird was not doing well. Um, and he's a, he's a parakeet and, um, and I didn't want him to continue suffering. I, I live in a place where it's very hard to get a vet. Uh, we're far away from stuff. Um, and so I, I had to put him down myself. And, uh, after doing so, my wife got home from the store. I did, I did it while they were gone. And, um, and I told my wife, I was like, you know, I had to put, I had to put fiddle down and she goes, Oh, how'd you do it? She, I heard her say, how'd you do it? But what she actually asked was, how are you doing? And I just went like this. <laughs> I, she goes, not, nah, how did you do it? I was like, uh, <laughs> oh. our pet's heads are falling off. So anyway, <laughs> Did you try to there sell it go. to a blind boy afterwards? <laughs> I didn't. We Pretty live far bird. away from blind Pretty boys. Pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sad. Yeah, that's sad. sad. I'm, I'm sad. sorry. But that's how you do it with the Mogwai. Yeah. Okay. Next call. Horror movie talk. Oh, that's the one we just did. Hey, it's from Beyond hey. the Grave. I can't believe how blessed I feel that Hulu's just releasing all the, not, well, I don't know if they're releasing, putting up all this stuff for me, that Barbarian, that Fresh, that uh, Hellraiser, that uh, Crimes of the Future is on there now. Yeah. All of my fingertips. But uh, Fresh and Barbarian, what I'm taking away from both, I'm seeing a trend, is a lot of this, um, I think it's like a late stage feminism where it's like a, oh, men ain't shit. Like, no room for, um, gray area, even though there was kind of that gray area with Justin Long where he was like, you know, I'm a good person, but sometimes good people do bad things. But, you know, as we kept going along in that movie, you were like, oh, no, you're a little bitch the whole time. You've been that bitch, still that bitch. Um, but it's all good. It's good. 
Uh, no one really talked about that uh, big titty lady, the hanging boob tall lady. She uh, ripped <laughs> off that homeless guy's arm and just beat the shit out of him with it. How'd she, yeah. Where's she getting all this strength? Is that what inbred people do? They're, they're strong? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, I thought Barbarian handled the the feminism aspect uh, actually pretty well. It made it it made it ambiguous uh, because mm-hmm. it was I think it was kind of from the point of the first part of the movie was from the point of the view of the young lady whose name I can't recall. Kind of, you know, she was kind of our protagonist, and there was just a lot of question around Skarsgård. You know, it was like, oh, that capable of danger. But uh, I thought I thought it handled the whole thing pretty. I really appreciated um, kind of how gray it left everything. I I thought uh, I thought it was a pretty pretty good one. But and then and then the scumbag uh, was just a scumbag, right? But the you got to be. I mean, if you're smaller than both, then you got to be kind of skeptical of both, right? You can be weird to uh, be a woman to walk into a room and just see every man mm-hmm. uh, as a threat. Um, and I don't know if, if that's necessarily um, every woman's truth, but it could potentially be some women's truth. And that uh, that's a scary concept, you know, um, especially given a lot of the guys that I know, but, uh, but I don't know. How did it strike you there, Bryce? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I do think it's, you know, good that they separated out the two male characters as like one yeah. being very questionable and you don't know and it's very vague. And then Justin Long's character, it's like, no, it's pretty plain that he's he's obviously a bad dude and a misogynist. And but they even uh, <laughs> and they slow play it enough to where it's not you get enough like uh, kind of of the dog whistles of what a douchebag would say about a situation and be like oh yeah he's not thinking about this right you know just the fact yeah. that he's like i can't believe what that bitch is doing to me it's like mm. yeah there's and there's, then, there's a part of it where like yeah it could be a misunderstanding but also if you use the <laughs> the attitude of i don't know uh, well there's i think they did it there's well an- yeah, I, I think I think you can tell a lot about people by their reaction to this kind of thing. I, I've been listening to some podcasts on Barbarian, and um, and some some women have I've heard some people say uh, he totally get Scarsgard totally gaslights her about the basement, and this is another really skillful shot, another really skillful scene in in my opinion because it gives you the option to see what you want to see out of the whole thing. Right. Which is if you want to see a man get quote unquote gaslighting a woman, you can see that in that scene. But mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from the point of view of the scars guard, he's just, he's just being like, what are you talking about? This seems so innocuous here. I don't, how could that be? What are you talking? I am just, look, I do, I just want to know. And, uh, and of course someone who's always looking uh, for some sort of microaggression is going to find a fucking microaggression wherever they can. So I right. thought it was a really cool movie because it leaves it open. It kind of lets you see what kind of person you're talking to when they describe the movie to you, which I think is, I think is pretty cool. I, I like that aspect of it. 
Yeah, I think the the main difference between the I mean, there's obviously a real reason why women have a yeah. latent fear of men, and I think it's like men have experienced men being aggressive and threatening, and it's mm-hmm. frightening. Um, but not all men try to be nice to us before that happens. <laughs> you know, it's not all men are trying to impress other men and then something sets them off where it's like, so you can't tell which one, like for men, it's easy to tell which guys are the obvious aggro douchebags, you know, oh, I can tell in a, in a bar I can tell right out the gate, but, but uh, I couldn't but hear most of what you, sorry, go ahead. I couldn't hear most of what you said because you uh, you started your sentence with not all men, and that's a dog whistle for me. So um, I'm just going to focus on the fact that uh, you said a phrase that I don't like. Uh-huh. And and for women, it's like they're meeting some of those aggro douchebags um, in a way that the aggro douchebags have created a character to not show that part of themselves until too late. So mm-hmm. I, I get, True. Uh, I get th- there's a, there's a reason why, you know, women have their hackles raised around guys being nice to them. Okay. Yeah. Next up. Hey, what's up you boys? I just got done listening to the dog soldier episode and I got a, I just had a call. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, hey, I think he follows what's up. Yeah. Man, yeah. and I just got done listening to the Dog Soldier episode, and I had to call you guys just after hearing my voice. And all I got to say is that I am sorry that I talk a lot. Like, I've just been told at work that I just really say things a lot faster. And then whenever I call you guys, I just have so much to say. And so, you know, my bad. I try to slow it down for you guys. But either way, no. David, I'll be contacting you soon about that. And Bryce, I, I – oh, more like David. I am not potentially – I'm not a high school High schooler, like I wish I was, you know, I graduated two years ago and Bryce said pubic hair. I don't, I would honestly be down for that because my shit didn't get really itchy and then, you know, like, it would be more better to have it than you. So I'll definitely be hitting you guys, both of you guys up for that. So love you guys. Yeah. I love you guys and rock on. I love that our fans are so cool. Yeah. Like, Manny's just a cool cat. Dude, first of all, dude, don't, don't apologize for, for speaking a lot like that's what this is about this is you got call and talk so you're great get it. you're great yeah don't don't worry about it anything oh, any man. jest we have is in good in in love you know yeah okay last caller this was just from last friday or from yesterday i guess that's right hey it's robert the farter <laughs> listening to your critters review um, again, cause I heard the early access one for being on Patreon. Um, every time you guys played that clip, don't do this, Derek. Listen to your friend, Billy Zane. He's a cool <laughs> dude. Bro, I was just laughing out loud, bro. That movie is so quotable. Um, anyways, I just wanted to say thanks for all the content you guys give. I usually just listen to you guys it helps me get through the day i usually like well i usually like play doom or dead by daylight while i listen to you oh, guys yeah. and it's just you it's just nice it's a great podcast love you it's robert the farter yes thank you robert 
What a great Dude, way to uh, to end up the, yeah, that's a, the episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, Robert, um, you should uh, you should uh, we should play Dead by Daylight together. I don't know how you play it and listen to a podcast. It's such so much audio uh, necessary in that game, but uh, but uh, I'll I'll play that game with you. Um, and so you know, hit us up. I don't know what kind of gates of hell I just opened. Um, <laughs> Uh, well now i've got i've got my whole setup now so i'm like i've got my streamer set up with my gopro and my light and my green screen it's like why shouldn't why am i not on twitch yeah you got that stream uh button thing little button presser drop deal Uh um yeah you got it all right thank you so much for calling uh keep calling us we love answering your questions and i i mean for example would we have ever gotten to the freaky friday would you rather question without you know being inspired by your calls so no people that don't listen to these uh voicemail episodes or skip it in the podcast episodes you're missing out that's just all there is to it obviously All right. We love you all. We'll see you on Wednesday for our next actual episode. Bye-bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.